Hi, you're listening to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business, the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you and your partner who want to make more profit, take back control and create a better lifestyle. Are you ready to fast track your freedom and have some fun? With your hosts, fellow trade business owners and husband and wife team, Andy and Angela Smith. Hi, and welcome to our second episode of The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business. I'm joined by my wife and business partner, Ange. Hey there. Today, we want to chat about something that I've personally seen so many trade business owners struggle with, including even you, Andy, Mm -hmm. being a control freak and how to relinquish a little bit of that control. So I don't mean to be disrespectful when I say that, but in all honesty, most trade business owners I've met have control freak tendencies. So what about you, Andy? Have you ever been a control freak? I am not a control freak. (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe. Yes, for sure, actually, to be honest. Um, As trade business owners, we typically are control freaks, you know. We started our business so we could do things our way because, you know what, that's the best way. (laughs) Anyone out there resonate with me? Yes, you started your business to be by yourself, make every decision by yourself, and literally you've watched it grow to what it is today. And be somewhat super protective of it, literally like a baby. Actually, I want to share a story. Oh, okay. I remember the day that I first started working with you at Dr. Drip. Mm -hmm. So like many of you partners, the wives inside their business, you're perhaps at your own corporate job and there comes a time where either organically you've come into the business is what we see when someone perhaps has given up their career and had a baby or whatever and has, you know, been sucked in. In my situation with us, with Dr. Drip, Andy's business had grown to such a point that he kept saying, Ange, I really need you now. Ange, I really need you now. It's really time you actually gave up your job or you've really got to come and give me a hand. Got a team of five. We're sitting on the floor. I'm trying to get everything done and it's just time to give it up. So I remember 2004. Wow, you're going back a bit. I am. (laughs) Oh, God. I'd been working in my job as a national sponsorship manager, travelled all around Australia. I was hardly ever home, managing a budget of three and a half mil. So I said, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to come and give you a hand. And I gave up my career to come and work with Andy full time. And I remember having a fight with you over placing Mm -hmm. an ad in the local Manly Daily for $365. (laughs) Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I can't believe you did that without asking me first. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember just losing my mind saying, hang on a minute, you want me here, but then you don't let me do the things that you actually asked me to come to do. You said, I want you to do like take over all the marketing because that's kind of where you've come from. But for me to do something so tiny and it wasn't even worth a lot of money. Yeah, I was a complete control freak. There's no doubt about it. And um, that's the way I ran my business. And I wanted the help and I wanted you to be involved. And I knew you were going to be amazing for our business. But looking back on it, everything had to go through me. Yeah, you know, I, everything. I get it. And, and the fact that you placed an ad on that was only $365, which crazy now. But I, how can, dare you put an ad in without me looking at it? So, yes, I'll put my hand up. Complete control freak. I know it wasn't the ad in actual fact that you were cranky about. I totally understand that you feel like you were losing control and it was something you weren't used to. So no, I'm I sure think... a lot of tradies out there kind of feel the same way. So you got anything uh, to yeah, share about that? Yeah, 100%. And I see it 
time and time again. I talk to so many tradies and they've been in the same boat and they're like, I need a hand, I need a hand, I need a hand. But then all of a sudden people come in to help and it's even worse when it's a partner right. and then it causes arguments and the partner's like, but you want my help, just let it be. And many times I've dealt with businesses um, with the husband and also the wife and been a bit of a marriage counsellor in between because I get it from both sides, I really do, but it's very, very important in all businesses to make sure your office is run correctly. Yes, the tradies out there doing the work, that's important too, but the office part of it is just so important. And most people, they come in to help their husband, but the husband tradies were a bit pig-headed mm. and we just don't want to listen. And I was definitely one of those, put my hand up. <laughs> so in thinking back, do you reckon being a control freak yourself actually help or hindered the business? Well, it does both, to be honest. Um, when you talk about help, you know, you don't rely on anyone. When you've got a small business, it's you. you got to get the shit done and no one else can get it done and you will do it and you'll do it the right way. But where it actually hindered as well is when there's only so many hours in a day and when you wear so many hats, you know, the HR hat, the employee hat, the bookkeeping hat, when you wear so many hats, you just can't do it all yourself. So you just have to let go and you've got to give up that control freak attitude. You know, I knew I had to focus on the business every day. I was caught up in the business. But if you wanted to grow your business, you just need to get help. Mm. And I just really struggled a little bit in that past time. But uh, definitely these days, well, we all know the story there with what I do in the business. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> so knowing what you know now and the fact that you acknowledge that you were a control freak, that it did somewhat prevent some progress. When you think about a lot of the guys we work with are like husband and wife teams or have mm. actually lent on help to a certain degree. What advice would you give to others to ensure that they don't go down the same path? Well, firstly, I want to say to my fellow brothers and tradies <laughs> out there, we are control freaks. There's an element that we have that control freak attitude. But if you want to grow your business, you've got to acknowledge that you just can't do it yourself. If you want to stay a one-man show, then do that. But if you want to grow your business, you need help. You need a great team around you and you've just got to let go, you know. And I think that's the big thing because you've got to spend more time working on the business than working in the business. And if you don't let go a little, it's really hard. And you've got to be able to delegate all those tasks that take up so much of your time. And as I said, the only way to do that is relinquish that my geez, I'm terrible at saying words. So anyone that knows relinquish da da <laughs> and uh, and then go down that path. And if you can do that, you can start to get those benefits and grow the business. I think there's still an element. I've still got elements of control freak about me, but I've let go so much and I'll just let everyone do their role. We might come back to that in just a minute. But okay. For now I just wanna tell a little story, I suppose, because this is what happens with a lot of tradies. So we see trade business owners get really busy and you were the same. So over the course of time, you started on your own, you built up a lot of work, you needed more tradies to work for you, so tradesmen or contractors. And so your team grew and you got a combination of qualified guys and apprentices and you asked them to do it your way because you didn't have any systems. You pretty much just verbally diarrhoeded the way you wanted things to operate, right? So guess what happens? Definitely. They call you every time they had a question they maybe made decisions on their own and perhaps you didn't like their decisions and would step in because you liked things getting done your way. But they literally did start calling you all the time and ask you hundreds and hundreds of questions. How did that make you feel? 
I think at the beginning I actually loved it because it was almost like, well, no one can do anything in my business without me and I'm so special. I'm mm. such a special person. <laughs> but it actually wore me down and I realised, oh, my God, can't you tradies think for yourself? And mm. what I'd realised for years I'd trained them that they had to go through me to get the answer. And then all of a sudden I hit the wall and I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. So, you know, you've really got to understand what you're doing with your team and don't train them to not make decisions. You know, mm. that's why you employ them is to take that load off you. And if you don't let them do that, then you've got to be that typical business owner that works to these 70, stressed, never happy grumpy because mm. you're trying to do everything yourself. And I have to say, as you get older, you just can't physically keep all that information in your head and do it all. You just can't. And, and I can nor see should it. you. No, and nor should you. But I can see it when we're in our 20s, in our 30s, you sort of can get away with it. But once you hit your 40s, it's a whole nother level. <laughs> I know I sound like an old man. I'm sorry. But I, I, I honestly think it's true. And I talk to so many tradies and they say the same thing. Yeah, I hear you. So what I find really interesting with that is you loved the power, you loved the fact that all the tradies actually would call you for questions, and then you got to a point that you hated it because that every, all the decisions had to go through you. And I think the thing to remember here is you've employed qualified tradesmen to allow them to make decisions on their own, so you need to guide them. And the apprentices, you need to train them, so you need to ensure that they're following things your way. So I'd like to ask you a question because I'm sure it will help everyone that's listening. If you have a group of tradies now who are in your team and they're calling you with questions every single time they have to make a decision and you're answering the question, so they then therefore get on with their work, but now it's happening, say, five guys are calling you, what would you do? Like, What do you do now to ensure that they are empowered to make decisions moving forward? Yeah, well, obviously now I don't have that. But in the past, when I had that, I realized I had to change it and was like, well, what am I going to do? And I realized I was just giving them the answer every single time. So then what happened, the tradies would ring me and say, hey, I'm on this job and this is what's going on. What do you think I should do? And I'd say, uh, I'm not really sure. What do you think you should do? And he goes, oh, well, that's why I'm ringing you. And I said, yeah. I said, well, why don't you have another look at what's going on? Think of two examples of what you could do to fix that. Then give me a ring back. Burp, burp, burp. Yep, that was a hang-up signal. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then they'd give me a ring back and go, okay, I'm on the job. I can either do A or I can either do B. And I'd go, well, which one do you think's right? And they'd go, oh, uh, um, I said, hey, ring me back when you know which one's right. Beep, beep, beep. And then they'd ring you back. Okay, I've decided, or they didn't ring me. I decided I'm going with A. Great, do A. So it was training them to make the decisions. And what I realized was it was just people feeling that they couldn't make a decision without going through me. Deep down, they knew the answer. Or got lazy. Yeah, they got lazy, but it was just easier to ask me than actually go make the decision themselves, you know? But right. then all of a sudden they started making the decision themselves and it was a different business from then on because they were licensed tradies. They knew what to do, but it was just like a hand-holding exercise, you know. And so coach them to call with uh -huh. two options with a solution and choose the solution that they think is best. Yep. What happens if they say, here are my two options, I've got solution A or solution B, and I'm going to go with solution A. And what happens if in your heart of hearts, it should be B? I'd say to them, okay, well, I can understand why you've picked A, but why? Tell me why. Mm. And then they'd tell me, and, go, and tell me why B's no good. Mm. And then they'd tell you. And then when they're actually explaining, you go, 
Okay, hear what you're just saying there. So you're guiding them and you're coaching them through the situation. And if for some reason they don't get it, you go, listen, B is definitely the answer. And this is why this is what you need to do. Mm. What happens if something happens, like a mistake happens? Well, there's a fault. Well, that's life. And I think the big thing is there's a lot of business owners that think that their tradies are going to be perfect all the time and they've got to run through you. So they are. But I train my guys to make decisions. And if they make decisions and it's wrong, I'd go to them and go, well, that was wrong. What happened, guys? Well, this is the situation. I go, okay, well, I'm not upset that you made a decision and it's wrong. But what I am really clear on is that you never, ever make that mistake again. Yeah, so help them learn from it. And so not just talk to them individually, but talk to the entire team. Yeah, talk to the whole team. Listen, as business owners, we all know we look at a solution. We have that, okay, we're going to do it this way. Sometimes we make mistakes. That's just life. And if you do, you adapt along the way and you fix it along the way and that's what you do. And you'll learn from that and you won't make that same mistake again. Talk to your team, make sure they all understand as well. And this is where systems can really kick in, can't they? Oh, yeah. Systems are extremely important. I'll just say for our business, I don't teach a plumber how to systemize being a plumber. You know, there are probably certain jobs we talk about, but mm. normally we're systemizing the way the whole office runs, the systems the guys need to use to use their job management platform and going down all of that. But I don't teach them by systems how to be a good plumber. No, but we do teach them about sales tactics and what to do when they get on site and how to address a customer. So looking at like the trust escalator and how to communicate with people. So that side of it can be systemized. But what's important here is teach these tradies how to actually operate the way you want them to and actually just let them get on with it. Give them responsibility instead of you being like this mother hen, being this control freak and thinking like you have to be everywhere all the time because you can't have an operator successful business that's profitable if you are like that. It's impossible. Yeah, it is impossible. And there's there's no doubt there's people listening to this now just saying, well, yes, I am a control freak because I'm the only one that does it right. And and (laughs) by the time I show someone how to do it the right way, I might as well have just done it myself. And Mm. that's a common thing to say. But once you train these people and you teach them, they won't have to ask you again. And then you start getting your life back. And I think that's the big thing about able to let go. Mm, Able to let go. Start enjoying your life and getting your time back inside your business, which is one of the reasons why you started your business, don't you think? So, hey, question. Do you reckon now, years, years on, you know, within business, are you a control freak now? I think that I am better. <laughs> I um, Oh, listen, there's no doubt I've still got a bit of control freak tendencies, but I'm not micromanaging everyone. And I think that's what control freaks a lot of the time do. There's still elements. I mean, I'm not involved in the Dr. Drip plumbing business that much, about an hour a week. Within Lifestyle Trader, you know, obviously I've got certain team members that are doing certain things for me. So I've let go of a lot of that. But Deep down, I still know what I want and I want to get that result. And sometimes I can be a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> Let me ask you, Ange, do you think I'm still a little bit of a control freak? Uh, I would say yes. But when I say that, I think it's your natural tendencies to want to know what's going on. Yet in saying that, you're really good at delegating now. I think you've gone the other way. And I think for all of us, I think that's just a learning curve over time that if you really want to step up and you know get to a position whereby you truthfully have freedom inside your business, which is what we're all as trade business owners trying to reach, 
then it is progress, right? You need to implement how to get your business model right, how to employ the right people and provide structure and systems and processes and train them and create a really great culture so that these guys really do step up. And then the way that you can find or seek control now out of the business is having these metrics inside the business like KPIs and looking at financials inside the business. And this is where numbers becomes really important. So I think I know you've hit that level. It's a way that I definitely see you keeping control about Dr. Drip is keeping in contact with the boys so that you're still that culture piece so that they still touch you and you're still the face and the voice and the future, the vision, but it's the metrics from those boys that help you have control of that business, I feel. Yeah, agreed. And all our team, they have their set KPIs of what they've got to hit and what they've got to do. And our office has KPIs of what they're going to do. And we do sit down every month and go over all the metrics. And I suppose I am very much in control of that. Hmm. Um, The day-to-day going on in the business, I do not get involved. Maybe, well, I don't even get involved if there's a problem these days. You know, our team knows how to fix it. We've got structures, we've got systems, we've got everything around what needs to be done and they just go ahead and and do it. I don't need to get involved. So listen, that's the place you want to get to. You need to let go to grow your business. You've got to have an incredible team around you as well. Confidence in those guys. Yeah, I mean, you can't let go if you've got dropkicks as staff (laughs) members. And I know that sounds hard, but I think you all resonate with that. You've got to have the right team around you for you to let go and train them to be able to do what you normally do. Hmm. Great subject, this one, I think, because I do think it resonates a lot with trade business owners and contractors everywhere. We do have this conversation all the time. I'd love to actually hear from everyone listening today. Just really sit down and reflect on your own control freak tendencies and how they're probably showing up inside your business and how perhaps you can work out how to let go a little bit so that you can kind of get your life back. What does that look like? Yeah, I think um, I had someone say to me the other day that, you know, oh, you went away with your mates. We went up Darwin fishing and we're all business owners. Mm. And they're like, oh, how did that go? You know, mm. like, because you get business owners that are used to being control freaks and decision having makers. It, decision makers having it their way. But mm. I think all of us are so established in our business now that we're like, we're on holidays. We don't give a shit. And it was like, you make a decision. I don't want to make a decision. You make a decision. <laughs> so it went the other way, which was really interesting. And it was certainly a great time as well. Yes, I agree. I see that even now with the fact that you only ever wear black. It's like, take one decision out of my life and I just want to wear the same clothes. Yeah, I don't know how that all sort of happened, but for some reason I've started wearing black a lot over the years and yeah, and everyone gives it to me big time, don't they? Well, you know, I think there's some uh, method to your madness. I think trade business owners, and look, all of us really, you make so many decisions in a day that if you can just lighten the load a little bit is uh, a really good thing. Yeah, well, I don't have colour my black t-shirts, so (laughs) I've only got 42 now. I counted the other day, so that's what it is. But guys, I hope you loved listening to this episode today. Being a control freak, think about it. If you are one, how are you going to change? Because if you don't change, you'll be a one-man show forever. So that's all from us today. Until next time, hell yeah. Subscribe to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business Now, wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Rate and write us a review or check out the show notes at lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hell yeah.